with you hour three zero in the morning show brought to you every day by river wind thursday january five headed to west texas this weekend got texas tech coming up saturday night that'll be a six o'clock tip saturday night out of the uh, united supermarkets arena out there in lubbock couple of oh and two teams going head to head in fact here are your big 12 standings tj through two games Four teams are 2-0. and Kansas, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State. Two teams are 1-1. One one. Texas, OSU. And four teams are 0-2. OU, Baylor, Texas Tech, West Virginia. Two games in. 16 to go. I believe... Of the, um, what is that, 10 games played, I think it's 5-5 five and five home team so far, which is a little surprising. TJ, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but D1 Baseball put out their list of most impactful transfers going into this year. Yeah, a couple for OU on top 20. Yeah. Two pitchers. Cale Davis, number 13 in the country. Of course, he went from OSU to OU. Uh, all this hubbub about Trace Ford making that move, TJ. Cale Davis did it first. Right-handed pitcher, maybe. Friday night starter for this team this year. We'll see. And then Jamie Hitt, the lefty, the Texas Tech transfer, was number 20 on the list. Maybe the Saturday guy, Teach. We'll see. He was a reliever in Lubbock. Um, I think he's going to be a starter for this team, although I don't think any roles are fortified yet. But um, look like two they of could the top be twenty brothers. transfers in the country. When yeah, they put that side by side picture out, I'm like, whoa, same guy. Forty three days away from the start of the college baseball season, Cal Baptist. TJ, uh, how good's Cal Baptist this year? I could not tell you. No idea. How good is Cal Baptist? Another example of TJ not caring about OU <laughs> athletics. Toby, how good is Cal Baptist he this year? He has not yet researched OU's opening <laughs> opponent to the baseball season. You tell me. You tell uh, you me. You know what? Don't insult me with your questions exactly. and your <laughs> exactly. shenanigans. I don't have to answer you, okay? Embarrassed. 
I'm embarrassed for you. Did you see the uh, Shannon Sharp skip Bayless back and forth? Uh, yes, I did. What did you think about that? Um, I think there's a breakup coming soon. As it is with every person that Skip's ever with, eventually they get tired of his you-know-what, and they end up putting a different co-host in there with him. So, How is he still employed? I don't know. I, it's become... You, you watch him, and you're like, I don't even know... I, I get the Howard Stern effect of why do people listen to him? This was you know years ago when he was like shot dominating and shot job. Uh, people that don't like him just want to hear what he has to say next. I, I get that. I don't get that with Skip. I don't care what he says ever. And the only time I see him is when stuff happens like this, and then it goes viral on Twitter or whatever. So then you see it. Like I don't know who's tuning in for Skip Bayless anymore at this point. Stephen A. I think sometimes makes good points. He gets a little uh, out of control and uh, likes to yell and everything. But Skip is just there. There's nothing that I care to hear him talk about ever. And he has just become a clown. And I don't know who's tuning in for him. And he is he is uh, the Mike Gundy of. Um, uh, sports media, I think. He just doesn't care anymore, doesn't care who he upsets, doesn't care what he says. It's about, I can say whatever I want and make it as stupid as I want, as controversial as I want, just because I'm cashing a big check. What? Some Somebody from the older generation, let me know if, if this is uh, something that's always been going on before us or if this is new, because... Like, wh- why has it become, why, why have we decided that it's okay and that we like having, giving clowns platforms now in America? Like, it's become, instead of just somebody throwing out there a stupid idea and we move on from them, now we give them a show. And it's not just sports. It's very much not just sports. Like, the the crazier you're, the idea is that you have, the zanier you are, the more you get promoted. Did, was this a thing? Was is, was this a thing when we were growing up, Teach? Like, what? I don't, I don't think so. What but happened to common sense in America is what I'm asking you, TJ. Twitter. Why are we... Twitter. This, uh, every time you ask me any question like this, it all goes back to Twitter. It's destroying our country and our world. And it gets clicks. It gets likes. What did I just say? The only time I see Skip is if he goes viral on Twitter. If Twitter didn't exist, I wouldn't know that Skip says stupid things or interrupts, um, you know, in the middle of a monologue over a very serious situation and then gets in a fight with uh, whatever co-host of the week he's got on with him. I wouldn't know any of that even happens. It's Twitter. Obviously, Twitter fuels they, and drives everything. They obviously have audiences. And they, and they've got ratings, or they wouldn't be able to make money off these people. But every once in a while, I'll graze by a station and say, why is anyone listening to this person? Obviously, they're a clown. Maybe they're saying that about us, TJ. I don't know. Oh, we're definitely clowns. 
there, there is an attraction to clowndom that I don't remember 20 years ago. And you're blaming it on Twitter. I blame it on Twitter because I don't, even with skipping them. They're not even trying. They're like, how can I be more of a clown today? They're not even trying to be like a rational human being. Like, what can I say? Oh, no. Outrageous That will be the most outrageous today. Yeah. What what I was going to say is uh, there's not even as many people watching them anymore. So much of it is fueled and generated off of clicks and, and websites. And so when Fox puts out a video of Skip and then it gets spread out on social media... That's a lot of what they're selling now. Th- these shows aren't getting the ratings that they did even five and six years ago. So it's a, a lot of it is driven by social media and uh, clicks and likes and comments and views and all that that social media generates. All, all platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, it doesn't matter. Websites, like what's going to get us the most clicks, the most traffic that we can sell those numbers to people. Yeah, I mean, I was... I'm not going to say names, but I was in a conversation with someone well before Twitter about, you know, a bunch of complaints somebody was getting that I worked with. And I was like, if so many people don't like him, why is he still employed? And they're like, well, we don't really care if they like him or not. Whether they're watching him because they like him or watching him because they hate him, they're watching. They're watching. Yeah, they're paying attention. That's all we care about. And that's so messed up, man. That's so messed up. But, I mean, I get it. It's the almighty dollar and it's ratings and all that kind of stuff. But and it's almost become like it's gone to the point now where the more unlikable you can become, the better. Let's go find the most unlikable person we can find. They'll generate the most outrage. Uh, America will fight over it. Left, right, blue, red, sports teams, whatever the case may be. And we'll all, you know, I don't know. TJ, what rabbit hole am I down right now? Uh, you, you've been spiraling today. <laughs> this is your well, week. Back to the point. Why is Skip Bayless still employed? Um, That's what got me going. Like, I, I just don't understand. He's he's a clown. I'm embarrassed that he's an OU fan. It goes back to the conversation that we had when you were gone and then when you got back about an individual and certain things that he said around here. And you hear nothing but complaints about him, but it's worked for him. So people Teddy like clowns, Lehman? man. You talking about Teddy Lehman right now? Uh, no, I'm talking about what happened with Teddy and who said oh, the okay. things that they said about him. I can't I mean, believe been... you said that about Teddy Lehman. <laughs> Teddy Lehman's a jerk. I don't like him. I never have. He's a buffoon. He's about the <laughs> he's about the dumbest individual I've ever met in my life. Dumb as a rock. Dumb as a yeah. rock. So don't get me started on Chris Plank. Just, hey, we, I don't know. Maybe this is our new show Plank in 23. Let's do this. That's, this yeah. is kind of fun. You ever seen what an idiot Josh Helmer is? That moron. <laughs> I got no tolerance for it, man. I just, I'm not I'm made teasing, guys, by the way. Don't come in and hit I, me in the face or I've, anything. I said this long before Twitter, too. I was born about 60 years too late. I sh- I should have been bored during the Andy Griffith era. That's my world. I when when radio was king and TV was black and white, Teej. That's when my soul was meant to live on this earth. I look back so longingly at those days. <laughs> it is 
It is more fitting for you. There's no doubt about that. You, you are, you are Floyd. Uh, you are the guy sitting in Floyd's barber shop, uh, watching everybody read the newspaper and just seeing what yes. uh, what Aunt B's cooking for dinner tonight. What and, a great world! Yeah. The town drunk locked himself up every night. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, golly. How did we get started? Oh, you asked if I had seen the thing that happened with Skip and Shannon yesterday. Yeah. I I thought Shannon was going to walk off the set. Well, apparently he didn't show up the day before because he just didn't want to deal with him. And then he opens with a monologue, and Skip interrupts his monologue. And Shannon says, you know what? I can't even get through my monologue without you interrupting. And Skip says, well, I didn't know you were going to talk about this. And it was highly uncomfortable. Awkward and uncomfortable. I guess they did a show after that. I don't know. But, jeez. Okay. Um, 8.16 in the morning. 405-651-3. Oh, wait. I was going to say something there, and you just interrupted me. This is this how you're going to act now? Just no. interrupting me all the time? Not letting no, me I'm say sorry. what I want to say? I apologize. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. Uh, T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref. You could text us, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Can't we all get along? We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions for medium and small size businesses throughout Oklahoma and Kansas. Check out all their uh, offerings online. rkblatt.com, 405-943-9800. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Yeah, go ahead. I think Jerry Springer started the clown act and found that there was a big audience for it. Yeah, maybe so. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good. <laughs> I tuned in though to see what was happening with Jerry Springer back in the day. Skip, I'm not tuning into, but Jerry, I was all, I was what all. What was in the on attraction that. there though? Just to see people yell at each other and fight and all that kind of stuff. Um, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, that whole train wreck aspect of it, I think, is appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it got obviously where it was just ridiculous. But in the beginning, it was like, whoa, is this real? So. Uh, guys like Skip, Cowherd, cable news opinion hosts are merely out, uh, outrage brokers. And unfortunately, there's an audience that buys what they are selling every day. It's from Jay in Tulsa. Yeah, that's the disappointing part, though, isn't it? Like, come on, people, be smarter. Be smarter. Us, be smarter. Uh, what is, this, T- how is it? what is this? TJ, how is your back? Are you going to have surgery on it soon or just keep on taking pain meds? Just concerned because of how much you're carrying the show. Oh, I see what they did there. I see what they did there. That's true. Yeah, this texter is absolutely right. You've been carrying it today. For sure. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> Reading that, Sean. Thank you, but I, I'm not going to read that one. I'm not going down that road. Um, 
Calling someone a clown will always be one of my favorite disses. That's from Ramrod Sooner. <laughs> clown axe. Um, let's see here. You know, that's one thing I noticed on the uh, at the Ryman Theater. They have like a mural on one of the walls. Right. And it's the word Ryman. And all the way around it, in different sizes of lettering, are all the different famous acts that have played there, okay? Which is just, it's captivating. I stared at that thing forever. You know, everybody who's anybody in country music, plus a whole bunch of rock and roll stars through the years, uh, presidents who have spoken there, and on and on and on. It's just amazing. The people who have graced that stage, one of the most famous venues in America. And on this mural, in tiny letters granted, but still on the mural of the famous people who have graced the stage of the Ryman Theater is Bozo the Clown. (laughs) I thought, what? Bozo makes the mural? I mean, he is a famous clown. I get it. But it's like between Elvis and Theodore Roosevelt and uh, I don't know, you know, uh, Johnny Cash, Ronald Reagan, Bozo the Clown. (laughs) How do you make the wall? Go ahead. Well, it was one of those uh, pictures that if you blur, it shows an image, and it actually said Jim Traber there underneath. If you blurred your eyes, you what? had to just look Come at on. it. Come on. Sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. See, I just went Skip Bayless. What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, how many local baseball recruits, if any, are the Sooners looking at? <laughs> Tell me. Come on. You prepared? What's the uh, recruiting class looking like for uh, 2024? Well, I mean, what's the insinuation there? I don't know. I, I, I don't think there's an insinuation. I think that's a legitimate question this person's asking. If any. They, they are looking at local well, of recruits. They're looking yes. at a lot of they're guys. They've got a lot lo- of guys on their team that are right. local guys. I don't know who they are. If I did, I couldn't say. But, yeah, I mean, OU's got a lot of local guys on their team. Well, I mean,. Kale Davis is a Westmore product, right? That we just talked about last yeah, segment. Uh, yeah. So who are they recruiting locally other than Bronx Perry? Hey, I'm not hey, sure. I, you can't say that. It's uh, We're uh, on the verge of a violation there. So You're not there yet. Yeah. You're not there yet. I think you got to be careful. in ninth grade. Be careful. Uh, let me see if I go down the roster right now. Bryce Bajron, uh, one of the big sticks they're bringing in. Blanchard. I don't think that text or minute to sound the way that it did. I think they were asking a legitimate question. If well, what's the if any part? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Oh, I just got a text from Skip. Uh, not looking at anyone in the state for the next couple of years. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm joking. Skip didn't send me that. Uh, since T. Row has him a new pair of cowboy boots now, can we expect to see him on next season's Yellowstone? Well, I hope so. I do think this will expand my potential for Hollywood. We'll see. We'll see. More of a chance of Tulsa King, I think, than Yellowstone. I mean, it's actually filmed around here, so. 
I'm surprised they haven't asked you to yeah, be involved Yeah, but I'm in not a, like a mafia kind of guy, you know. I'm more of a cowboy. I'm more of a ride a horse on an open range kind of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> open a can of beans sitting around a campfire kind of a if guy. If you say so. Uh, the Pokies can start a new rivalry with Texas Tech. They both have the finger pointy thing and a pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They have fire pistols, both of them. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Not as many horses in the new league we're going into. You thought about that at all, Teach? We're leaving a league with a lot of horses. Mm, yeah, no, I going hadn't thought about that. Going into a league with not as many horses. Yeah, um, I'm running through my head. Yeah, not as many used horses in, in certain manners, yeah. Several dogs. Uh, several tigers. Three, three schools are the tigers, which, come on. Uh, we got an elephant over there. We got um, we got an alligator over there. We got a rooster, but not as many horses running. I got a pig over there. Not as many horses running around. Your thoughts on that, TJ? I like dogs. The question is, I love your dogs. thoughts on the lack of horses in the SEC? I'm a dog guy, so I think I'm all right with it. There's a lot of dogs. There's a lot there. of dogs. So Smokey, mm-hmm. Reveille. Uh, the, the Georgia, Georgia Bulldog, Bulldog Uga. Uga. I, uh, Mississippi State's got a Bulldog. I don't know what his name is, but they're the Bulldogs. I like that. I like dogs, so I think I'm for it. Right. Big Dog League we're going into. Like elephants? Big Tiger and Dog League. Yeah. Elephants you like cool. elephants. Elephants are cool. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't have a problem with horses. I don't have a problem with a lot of animals. So. I didn't know you were a big elephant guy. <laughs> just, just saying, when I go to the zoo, I make sure I check out the elephants. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, regarding that fits, uh, though, with your love for Alabama, I—I I mean, nah, I should have put that together. Yeah, big ele- big elephant guy, big Saban, big elephant guy. Uh, let's see here. I think there was a different bozo for each time zone. That's from Dodger Blaine. Is that Did true? Did you ever watch Bozo the Clown growing up? Yeah, but I want to say that it was always on one of the super stations. So I always thought it was the same clown. Yeah. What's his uh, sidekick's name? Uh, Cookie. Cookie, is that right? That sounds right, yeah. I watched a little uh, Bozo before school once in a while. You had to throw the ping pong ball 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 to the bucket, man. That was a difficult game back in the day. What a Schwinn bike. (laughs) Eight buckets. If you get all the way in the eighth one, you win this bike. Uh, Do you remember Bob Hope? It's a conversation we were having last night. Do I remember Kevin him? after the game? Did you do you remember watching Bob Hope at all? Very much so, especially at whenever I was yeah. at either grandparents' house. Yeah, I was talking uh, Kevin. I mean, I'll tread carefully here. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to offend anybody. But Kevin uh, uh, said the name last night. He was he meant to say Lipsy, and he said something else. And uh, well, I just say I don't think he he said Nipsey. And meant to say Lipsy because the point guard's name was Lipsy. Yeah. And I said, he said something after the game. I, I was laughing at him about it. And he was like, I was thinking, I must have been thinking Nipsey Hustle. And I said, well, maybe Nipsey Russell. Right. He's like, who's Nipsey Russell? And I was like, Nipsey Russell is who Nipsey Hustle was named after, old comedian back in the Bob Hope days. He's like, you never saw Bob Hope. And I was like, absolutely, I saw Bob Hope. I remember when I was a kid, he had the All-American teams, and he'd always have oh, the Christmas all the and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like, you're not old enough to remember Bob Hope. And I was like, 100% I'm old enough to remember Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Hope was all over our televisions in the late 70s and 80s. Yeah, I mean. Of course. He was Mr. Entertainment. Yeah. 
Like every show had Bob Hope on it. He was always had the, he was honoring the troops. He was all American football teams. He was having Christmas specials. He was all over the place. It's, so there's the gap between me and Kevin Henry. <laughs> he's not that much younger. I was going to say, me, how much younger is no, he than you? No recollection of Bob Hope whatsoever. So, um, I can't say Kevin's early forties. You think? He saw plenty of Bob Hope. I don't know, man. I think that seven or eight years between us is probably the Bob Hope era that we saw. Maybe, like we weren't maybe. that old when we saw Bob Hope. No, we like were we kids. Were... We were young kids. Yeah. But I just remember it. Hey, Kevin, how old are you? Uh, are we sure? Are we sure? Like 100% sure. Toby went on vacation. That's in quotes. And someone's police wife didn't lock him up for unpaid parking tickets. It is the end of the year quota asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. Boy, I didn't even think about that. Did your wife meet her end of the year quota? There is no quota. For tickets? There is no quota, you fools. You're all a bunch of clowns. You morons. <laughs> to go crawl back under the rock you came from. <laughs> Idiots. You're trying too hard. I know. Mm-hmm. I used to be much better at it about 10 years ago. You're not as you're too <laughs> vulnerable and nice now. People aren't buying you wore, this. You wore me down. You yours. wore me down. Yeah. All right, break time. It is uh, 8.32. A little more of uh, Porter Moser postgame after a tough loss last night at the LNC when we come back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800. Or visit rkblack.com. It is fascinating. Like, so I heard from uh, <laughs> I heard from uh, Kev and Teddy Lehman during that commercial break. Uh, Kev's forty-four, so five years between us. But I mean, that's not a lot. But no recollection of Bob Hope. Teddy Lehman said. I don't know who Bob Hope is either. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Oh, stop, Teddy. That doesn't uh, surprise me. But Teddy's a little bit younger than that. He's 41. Is he 41 now or 40? I know he turned 40 I think he's recently. 41 now. Okay. I said, what about Johnny Carson? Question mark. He said, yeah, I know Carson, but I'm not sure I ever saw his show. Um. So, you know, sliver sliver of age difference between us and those guys. And then you think, like, Parker Thune is like, Josh Heupel, never saw him play. <laughs> right. Who's that? <laughs> I saw a highlight video of him once. I've heard about Teddy Lehman. I mean, uh, they played that highlight over and over again. Otherwise, I would have no idea what the Superman play is. So um, you are so old, dude. Where were we? Where we played the game? Was I think it's called Generations the other day. Where were we? Mm. Man, it was fun though. It was like you know, you you have it's me and my wife versus our kids, right? And then there's a question about Bob Hope, and of course we know it, and they have no, I've never heard of this person before. And then there's the question about some TikToker 
that they all know and we've never heard of before. <laughs> right. It's a it was a fun game. I have to uh, I have to figure out where we played it, but um, the fact I can't remember where we played it speaks to how old I am. Anyway, what got us going down the Bob Hope path, TJ? Oh, uh, uh, Kevin Henry. Yeah, but why why did they bring that up? I don't remember. Anyway, doesn't matter. Bob Hope, I would say, was the preeminent entertainer in America for a period of time. Pretty significant period he of time. He was the uh, kids. He was the Ryan Seacrest of his day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good, good comparison. He was on everything. But there were three channels, not a hundred. Like exactly. Bob Hope was the biggest entertainer in the world, maybe, for, I don't know, decade, two decades, something like that, for a long time. So, uh, yeah, that's who Bob Hope I would guess Kevin. back then... As many people watch Bob Hope weekly as they watch Sunday Night Football in today's world. Oh, more. Way more. Well, probably more, yeah. It's probably way more. But there wasn't any other but options. I'm saying um, dominant, easily, number one, probably Oh yeah. top shit draws out there, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. TJ, you've said it well. Not really. I don't know. But... I have no idea if it's factual at all, but you've said it well, my friend. Uh, all right, Sooners drop a tough one last night, 63-60 to Iowa State. Here's a little more of Coach yeah, after the game. Almost trapping you at times, kind of leaving off your corner guy. Just what, I mean, how much trouble was that giving you guys offensively? What, it wasn't what, really what the, were they doing to... to they, they, they were boxing up a ball screen. They were very physical. They were denying Grant the ball, all right? And uh, and he's got to, he's, he's earned that. That's, that's, that's what happens. You know, we were trying to deny Grant. I mean, you got to work. And... Um, but they were boxing up, you know, taking a shoe. They were boxing up ball screens at one point. We were getting it out, and then they were switching. Um, and uh, uh, it wasn't really that they were coming off the corners that got us. We got CJ Nolan. We ISO'd Jalen. He came off the corner. We hit CJ for a thing. We, I think we we did that. But um, it was um, uh, Lowe's had a couple turnovers leaving his feet, and we tried to skip it. We had probably four turnovers on leave and show skips. But when we got it out and moved it, we did some good things. But um, you know. That that's but they're they're I mean they're they forced the most turnovers in the country for a reason. Um, we had 13. Still, I thought we had a bunch that we shouldn't have had, and I'm greedy with that. But like, I thought um, I thought we really had some good possessions, and then we had I mean it was a big gap. I mean we shot 50 percent again. I think we shot 50 percent for the teams. Is that what we did? What did we do for the game? I can't read. What did we shoot for the game? 45 percent against the number of whatever defense. It wasn't that, you know. It was it was wasted possessions. Um, shot hit you hit the <laughs> can't look back, but it hit the, the 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 black iron of the thing. I mean, we we had a million plays we could have done better. I mean, it, it hurts it hurts that, but that is not why we lost. Um, there's a lot of possessions that we had control over. We didn't have control over that. Um, I thought the game was really well officiated. That wasn't the issue, but it was two points. But it's it's. Um, it's we had a million ways to to find ways to win that game. Right. I was going to ask about that. What was the explanation you were given? At you know, it happens. You know, the underneath guys, he's not looking at the flight of the ball. He's looking at everything there. I get that. You know, the up front guys, they might think I think they might have thought I hit the side of the backboard. So it happens. You got outstanding officials. Um, I don't think that was it. Just missed it. They missed it. Um, it happens. 
Um, it's hard for the underneath guy. I mean, he's, he's watching all the contact underneath. He's not watching the flight of the ball. So that, I, you can't, it, it, it's one of those breaks, one of those breaks. Uh, I'll tell you, Tej, I, I didn't mean to cut him off. We'll play it again here. Like if, if you and I went out there with a, with uh, a whole rack of basketballs today and tried to bounce it off that black iron behind and have it ricochet back to us, we could, we could no way. Like the the chances of that. Oh no, that's that, the trick shot that you know guys try to do that in the slam dunk contest and get it to come back to them in a certain way. It's and they have to try it hundreds of times and never get it, and then they go to a different dunk. It's got like an angle on it and everything. Like there's no way you throw it off of that stanchion and it doesn't carry them out of bounds. It's amazing that it came right back to him like that. So I mean, I get it. In some uh, like Scott came on a referee earlier today came on with this. Like if you you if you're on the other side of the floor and you're the guy responsible, the ref responsible for watching the flight of the ball, you're like, well, there's no way that that just hit the side of the backboard. It, it had to have because it came right back to the guy. So I don't know. Anyway, I cut off Porter. But like I said, uh, as I stay up all night figuring out things, that'll be one of the last things I point to. I'm going to look at the things I could control. Any additional questions? Go back to Cliff. Yeah. How do you keep guys? Motivated rather than frustrated mm-hmm. after a couple of games. Yeah. Like this. Um, it's got to start with me. If I look frustrated, all right, um, they're going to be. So it starts with me. And uh, the only thing I know how to do is stay up all night watching Texas Tech and trying to figure out how to beat Texas Tech and come in tomorrow with a great game plan, with an energy level. Um, it's like, it's, like I said, I keep having that word, the inch, that Al Pacino movie. Um, if we're sitting here and it was 25 points both games, we're, we're talking about possessions. You know, you're, you're, we're, we're close. Um, but that's disappointing to be close. I'm not in this to be close. So frustration, yeah, they're hurt. They're hurt. But, um, you know, it's my job, my staff's job, to walk in that locker room and infuse belief and energy. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. I like that guy a lot. Um, I'm interested to see what happens over these next two games, Teach. I mean... Would you ever be happier to be one and three in your life if they could pick off one of these next two? <laughs> they would be one and three with a world of momentum if they could get one of these next two. Uh, I'll take two. I'll take two of the next two. But it's going to be tough. But I hope for you, tough. you get one in Lawrence. So 1993, is that right? Last time? Yeah, I think that's right. Bob Hope was alive the last time the Sooners won in uh, Lawrence, TJ. He was far, <laughs> he was far from his death. Well, 1990, we're, we're coming in on 30 years since OU won in Lawrence. I wonder when uh, Porter sat down and watched any given Sunday here recently. Yeah, there's a lot of references to Al Pacino <laughs> a lot last of Pacino. time. <laughs> references to give an inch or whatever it is. <laughs> Or maybe that was the team movie before the game or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Six o'clock Saturday night. It'll be the Sooners and the uh, Red Raiders out in Lubbock, Texas. TJ will watch it on his phone. 846, Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.